just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. hello and do go on. No, it's hello and welcome oh, to do go on. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm being interrupted by Matt Stewart. Hello, hey. Matt. And we're not being interrupted by... Oh, Miss Polite over there. Jess, that was actually your cue to interrupt me, Jess. No, no, she, she's very polite. She will not talk. Yeah, so it probably we'll have to eventually own up and, and let the listeners know. Jess couldn't make it in today. She was oh, a so late withdrawal. So we'll have to start the show like we actually did originally, just Matt and I, and yeah. then we listened back and deleted those episodes forever. But we're doing one anyway. May I speak now? Oh. oh that's confusing. No, I'm here, guys. Hi, Jess. Hi, Dave. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> Hi, hello, Jessica. <laughs> hello, everybody. I'm here. Thank goodness. Well, you're, you're here, but you're kind of dying. I'm dying time. a little bit. I've been sick for the last few days, and I have... Uh, a, a bit of a cough, and the, uh, what I'm noticing is that it's only really um, comes about when I laugh, so it shouldn't be a problem <laughs> on the show. Not something I'm known for. Don't so worry. Uh, also, the show's very unfunny. It's very unfunny. It's not a funny. So I'll try my best to be as far away from the microphone if I'm coughing. But you know what? You're going to hear some coughing, okay? And yes, I do sound raspy and oh, sexy. Oh, Thank you. The listeners <laughs> should oh, should imagine yeah. it like uh, Jess is coughing directly into their ears. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Soothing. Yeah, it's like a little bit of me in your ear holes. Oh, yeah, a little yeah. me ucus in your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you guys? Are you well? I'm phlegm. I mean, I wanted to make a pun that I couldn't think of. <laughs> I'm so, phlegm. So just said phlegm. I'm phlegm. Like, I'm phlegm. I, like, phlegm. I said, I'll say the word phlegm and then I'll think of a word that sounds like that. Like and fine. I'll... I'm phlegm. I mean, fine. Uh, actually, would have been good if I just. If you... uh, would have been not good. 
but passable if I Sure. Wow. Matt, how are you? Phlegm. Oh, sorry, <laughs> fuck, sorry. I'm, I'm phlegm. Oh, no. I, no, I'm, I'm going pretty well, thank you. That's great. It's a great, it uh, was the week of Thanksgiving this week, which we celebrate in a big way down under. Huge way, huge. We're um, all about it. All about Thanksgiving. Which we're, it's uh, traditionally we go in as a family and get um, fake abs put in. Um, you know, each year we save up. I mean, is this, this is a is this an Australian wide tradition, or you guys? Yeah, fake abs put in. You're looking at me a little funny, Jess. Like, no, you... I'm pushing my abs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not... It's abs week. <laughs> as we call yeah. it. Sweet, in another, just another sweet riff. <laughs> I've got some great abs over here. Look at phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Instead of them, I said phlegm. <laughs> Look no, at phlegm. But no, uh, we yeah, got it. Wow. Well, right. Matt didn't get it. <laughs> There it is. I um, must cough. I, I don't. I don't think we've ever done this before. But can we put the start of this episode in the bin and start again? <laughs> you, you've asked for that many times, and it never, <laughs> it never happens. Now nah, we're we're all, we're off and firing early. Yeah, yeah I can we tell can. we are we are cooking with gas. And the, the best part is, it's not like the sickest one here has to do most of the talking and do the report, is it, Jess? Yeah, but at least that means I won't be laughing that much. Yeah, because I never enjoy my own episodes. <laughs> yeah, every third week you have a shit time. No, not a shit time, just not as fun. It's weird because you know when you, when when Dave makes phlegm sound like other words, sort of, and I make this sweet um, uh, improv. Mm-hmm. A riff about abs. Mm-hmm. Would you? I didn't even think of that until I said it. I could tell. I was. I, it was one of those times where you you assume that your brain is going to look after you, sure. and then it just fucks you over. Right, I, yeah. did, I genuinely need an explanation how you got to abs. From yeah, where'd that come from? What is it? There was. There's yeah, no it was link. a real. I, what I was trying to do there, right? Mm-hmm. Was oh, inside the actor's studio. <laughs> was go for any listeners who don't know about Australia. Like go, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a big thing down here, and then sure. say some wacky activity <laughs> that we get up to that like it, it sort of suffered over the journey from wherever Thanksgiving's from, North America, mm-hmm. and then on the way down here, it's somehow it's got lost in translation mm-hmm. and ended up. <laughs> Initially, I was going to say you take your sister to get fake breasts, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm editing, and I'm going, no, that's, I mean, that's maybe that's funny, but it's no, can't say that, sure. And then I'm like, I just looked. Down um, to my abs and went, yeah. To your abs. I think I've got it. I mean, this is all happening in a split second. It's like that OK Go film clip uh-huh. that came out a couple of weeks seconds, ago or, yep. what, or last week. And it's like, it's very quick. But my brain is moving so fast. Sure. None of the decisions it's making are good. But they're all but very mil- quickly made. So you're making your brains are making millions of wrong decisions yep. all at the same yep. time. Yeah, one after the other. After at the what end. point has your brain thought that entire explanation needed to be said? And, uh, it, it it continues to think that. Okay. I have, and now I'm going to go back and underline some of the things. Dave, please stop here. I think this conversation is an absolute phlegm gem. Okay. <laughs> That's the last one. That's the last it's one. It's not. I'm sure they'll grab be more. that phlegm. That's a. You What's know, that? A, grab that. Grab that. Gem is the catchphrase of the Weekly Planet podcast. Oh, our friends at the Weekly Planet. Yeah. Grab dat phlegm. Oh, I don't think they'd be okay with that. Those two hosts, both of phlegm. So great. Those two hosts. Both of phlegm. Both of phlegm. I just wanted to say phlegm, okay? It's a great word. Are you sure we can't put this in the bin? This has all been so fucking bad. How about we do a report, Jess? It is your turn to do a report on a topic <laughs> that I believe you've got from our listener-suggested hat, mm-hmm. and uh, 
we always start with a question to get on topic. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. So the question this week, I believe you've done a question similar to this in the past, Dave, um, because it's it's a really it's a it's a topic that I had not heard of, and I don't think you will have heard of it. So my question is just: Have you heard of the Pink Panther robberies? Have you heard of, of the, the Pink, Pink Panther, Panther robberies? robberies? <laughs> and sync. I've definitely. I've heard of the Pink Panther the movies. Pink... Sure, That's right. The cartoon uh-huh. spin-off and the Steve Simpsons. Martin remake and the Simpsons with Malloy. <laughs> yes. Yep. What was the question again? Have you heard of the Pink Panther robberies? Uh, oh, I'm guessing they've got to be some sort of a what like a copycat thing, copycat. Like a panther. No. I think no. I think that maybe I've heard of, uh, like, is it the Pink Panther? Is it like, like a crime syndicate or something? Mm, yes. But I don't know any details. Well. Because the initial, the movie plot about the Pink Panther, the, the gem, the, they were trying to grab that gem, which was a pink, called the Pink Panther. Grab mm-hmm. that phlegm. They were trying to grab that phlegm. Um, yeah, but do you think, this is like a chicken or the egg. What came first? The The... Crime Syndicate or the films? The films, really, like the Peter Sellers one's really old. So. I mean, I feel like the chicken and the egg one might be a little bit more philosophical than this thing that surely has an answer. Okay, well, I was just just trying to create some fun conversation. Well, I'm just letting you know you did not achieve that. <laughs> you put all your eggs in one basket, ah. or did the chickens come first? <laughs> <laughs> some sort of chicken wordplay. Um, Flem, <laughs> very good. <laughs> Thank you, Flem. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think because the, the what the Peter Sellers movies, the first Pink Panther ones, right? They're quite old. They got to be sixties, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but maybe this crime syndicate is old. And I don't going... know anything about them. Well, luckily, I've done some bloody research. Oh, thank goodness, that is and can really tell you handy. all about them. Well, I mean, as much as, as you can know, because they're a crime syndicate, so like, well, they're obviously, like, we don't know a lot as well. Mm. It's exciting. Oh, is it a mystery? Kind of. Oh, is this your first mystery, Jess? Well, it's, I wouldn't say it's full mystery. Semi-mystery. Semi-mystery. Oh, this, this has got me semi-mystery. Oh, dear. <laughs> Please do go on. Oh, dear, dear, dear. So this was, uh, this was suggested by uh, Nicholas. I'm definitely going to say your name wrong here. It's Figueroa. Figueroa. He's at Nico Figs. Nico Figs. Nico Figs. Um, so thank you, Nicholas. It was really interesting because um, I didn't know anything about them. But, so you hadn't um, heard of any of this? No, I hadn't. Um, and I just did some bloody Googling and I was I was trapped in a Wikipedia vortex. Oh, that's funny. I was like, Whoa. So a lot of this sort of reads like the plot of Matt Damon movies. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven specifically. Right, right. <laughs> Why I pick Matt Damon out of that all-star cast, I could have picked Clooney, Pitt, Roberts. Uh, that little Asian guy <laughs> with those backflips. Ben Affleck's brother. Uh, Casey. Yeah, Casey Affleck. Um, who's the, who's the, the, um, the, the bad guys? Uh, uh, with the widow's peak. Yeah. I'll know it as soon as I say it. Anyway. Tim Flem. Tim Flem. Could have picked any of them. <laughs> when, picked... when you said it was the last one, Dave, six or seven Flems ago, yeah. were you lying? I knew he was from the beginning. I never Flem. Fib. <laughs> never Fib. It's kind of a to guess. It's kind of a guess the word that I'm replacing. 
Oh, okay. Bit of a quiz. What a fun game. It was a fun game. Flem you, Matt. Flem you. <laughs> love. Love you is oh, what he's saying. Oh, thanks, Dave. Got it in one. <laughs> That's adorable. Anyway. So, Pink Panthers. So, they... it reminds you of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, kind that of. That is cool because... Or like a lot of sort of crime heist movies, yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. Very cool. Um, so, they were named after the Pink Panther series of crime comedy films. Um, uh, that, it, it, the name was given to them by Interpol. Um, they the were... band? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the band. Yeah. That's great. I like them sometimes. <laughs> Was that the International Police? Is that what that stands for? International yeah. Police? Now, they, um, the Pink Panthers are an international jewel thief network. Oh, they target jewels. See, that yeah. is so movie-esque. Right? It's so cool. Like, you, you, you go along and you're like, I want these guys to win. And then you think about it. You're like, they're criminals. Yeah, but, but it's jewels. Just, it's so cool. Right? They're, they're composed mostly of... Um, Serbs from Serbia, Montenegro, Croatia, and Bosnia. Oh, that's why you thought of Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, Bosnia. Uh, <laughs> and they are responsible for some of the most audacious thefts in criminal history. I do like an audacious Ooh. crime. Audacious things are great in general. Absolutely. It's a good word. Mm. Um, they're responsible for what have been termed some of the most glamorous heists ever. And one criminologist even described their crimes as artistry. How cool is that? Wow. So even like even criminologists are like, well, that's pretty cool. Um, you guys know I, I majored in criminology, right? Yeah, I know, mate. You basically, tell us all the time. basically a criminologist. So what do you reckon? Ways. You reckon they're pretty cool? I reckon they were some of the most glamorous things that I've ever, whatever you flamed. I think you were quoting Matt. <laughs> I think I flemmed as you said phlegm. So that's good. Oh, there are definitely people who have turned off. I, this, this is a word that I would not like hearing repeatedly. Phlegm? Yes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't like hearing someone cough. That's even worse. Probably. And I'm so sorry. I also had a migraine. I've been on a lot of painkillers, so I'm in a great place emotionally. Um. <laughs> anyway, God, we're really scared about <laughs> she, what to say. She's going to go on a killing spree, an audacious one. <laughs> Some of the most artistic killings we've ever seen. <laughs> she's the Picasso of murder. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. In that she rearranged his face so he had three <laughs> eyes. You can see the back of his head at the same time as the front. Where did she get the third eye from? We'll never know. Never know. <laughs> mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. That's where she got the third eye from. <laughs> anyway, so the Pink Panthers have targeted several countries and continents and include uh, Japan's most successful robbery ever amongst their thefts. Um, some law enforcement agencies suspect that the group is, is responsible for over $500 US million in, in gold robberies in Dubai, Switzerland, Japan, France, Liechtenstein, Germany, Luxembourg, Spain, and Monaco. Wow, so still, there's not exclusively jewel guys. They... No. Well, mostly jewels, but yeah, they'll, they'll pay. If gold's there. Yeah, if there's half a billion dollars of gold lying around, gonna we'll go it. after They're going to take it. They're not idiots, right? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Not idiots. Interpol said it's estimated that there are several hundred thieves in the group and that many come from Croatia, Macedonia, Montenegro and Serbia. How do you keep track of a thing like that? Well, that's yeah. it. They can't. However, but, but even inside the organisation. You like, can't. Mate, weren't you doing that job in Sweden? No, mate. That was Switzerland. Oh, I always get them confused. <clears throat> Whatever. Yeah, and, I think... and no one's slipping up as well. Well, that's yeah, what's amazing. And no one ratting. Yeah. It's incredible. 
It's a, I don't understand how it works, but it's it's amazing. The other sources say the gang is suspected of having maybe 60 members, around 30 of whom are thought to be from Montenegro. Several gang members... I think say 30 of whom are full-time, others on a more <laughs> casual wage. Just, you know, when they've they got the time. More per hour, but they don't get sick or annual leave. Yeah, they're like seasonal, like when they when yeah. they have some time off their nine-to-five accounting jobs. Yeah, that's right. Like a bit of hobby money on the side. Yeah. Where yeah. they get taxed at a higher rate. Yeah, absolutely. And that's in that section. Do you have any uh, jewel robberies to declare this year? <laughs> hmm? I have no jewel robberies to declare apart from my phlegm. <laughs> we'll never know what word he meant. I get five little help from my phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, several gang members are former soldiers with violent pasts. They are fluent in many different languages and possess passports for multiple countries. It's... Fake passports or real passports? Oh, I mean, excellent point. I don't know. We would assume fake, maybe. Yeah. You would assume. Um, I suppose if you knew for sure, you'd be like, well, it's that guy's passport, so it's that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. So, fake. Uh, in 1993, the gang first came to the attention uh, of of police and earned the nickname Pink Panthers following the theft of a £500,000 diamond from a jeweller's in the Mayfair area of central London. The thieves hid the diamond in a jar of face cream, which mimicked an act seen in the film The Return of the Pink Panther. So that's how they got the name Pink Panther. They Pants. got an idea from the movie. Yeah, well, they seem to. Yeah. <laughs> they hid it in face cream. That was definitely the chicken. <laughs> like, oh, interesting. Okay. Came from the egg. Mm-hmm. Like, but the egg, oh, man. <laughs> Gee, I tell you what. It just it makes my brain phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> brain phlegm is not a nice thing, is it? <laughs> yeah, you really should see a doctor. <laughs> anyway... In May 2005, Graf, a diamond specialist in London, was targeted by Pink Panthers and lost a total of £1 million in jewellery. In the space of six years during the 21st century, I like how they've worded that because it's like, it could be any six years, but it's a six-year period. Sometime in the last 16 years. Exactly. The Pink Panthers robbed 120 stores in 20 different countries. Japan, London, Denmark, Monaco, Paris... Switzerland, United Arab Emirates and the United States have all been targeted and their attention to detail has ensured this high rate of success. Before robbing a jewellery store in France, the gang covered a nearby bench in fresh paint to deter anyone from sitting on it and seeing them in action. What? That is brilliant. Imagine being at the the pitch meeting and being like, "Um, there's a bench there, we don't want anyone there, we paint it. But I would have been the guy that said, we don't need to paint it. We just need a sign that says fresh paint. And that's why you'd be making the big bucks. Mm-hmm. The we, big just, we just saved like $30 for a can of paint. Yeah. And when you're making millions, you need to save the $30. Exactly. Everywhere you can. And then I'd be wandering past a private detective mm-hmm. who's on holiday but still got a keen eye for everything. <laughs> just starts looking at, I think, I think that must be an old sign because I'd touch it and be like, that nah, feels dry. I'd take the sign off the back, sit there, witness the crime, mm-hmm. and uh, lock you all up. And Why your am whole I web of Well, you're all there. What if I... <laughs> you're all there, mate. Don't try... Oh, you're backtracking now. What What's, that in your ha- What's that in your hand? Is that paint? What's that in your hand right there? I've got literally nothing in my hands. Yeah, that's a fistful of gems. No, it's not. It is. Oh, that's it. You're going away a long time, sister. <laughs> Sequel to that Clint Eastwood movie, Fistful of Gems. <laughs> fistful of phlegm. 
It's great that we get to talk about gems on this episode. <laughs> yeah, there's so many opportunities. What if I shat on the seat? <laughs> what? No one would come up with oh. 10 feet of that seat. On the bench. Look, I'd still touch it to see if it was dry. <laughs> Caution, wet shit. <laughs> Hang on. This shit isn't dry. What is dry? On closer inspection. This shit is dry. This has been here for a while. Look, I'd still touch it. <laughs> he's, he's committed to, to catching crimps. Let me get a thermometer. I'll tell you how fresh this is. <laughs> this was laid about 15 <laughs> minutes ago. Can what, we ca- what came first, you the chicken what... or the shit? <laughs> You know what he hates most? Poo joke. <laughs> That's why I went there, because it shut him up. It shut... If I was being interrogated by you as a police officer, I would just start making references to poo, 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 poo and shit. And you'd be like, this interview is over. And I'd be like, great, I'm free, I'm going home. And I didn't even buy the paint. Poo, poo, poo. Poo, poo, poo. Poo and shit. Poo, poo. Poo bum shit. <laughs> Jess, can I ask you to poo go on? I can't. He's genuinely disciplined. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm trying really hard. <sighs> can you hear the wheeze? Anyway, it's fine. We may need I can to hear the wheeze and the poo. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how do you feel about wee jokes? Yeah, not as bad. Not as bad. Wee jokes are better. Yeah, so if definitely. I weed on the seat, that would also take people. I wouldn't sit on a park bench covered in wee. How would you know it's wee and not just rainwater? I think it's got a it's got a pretty it's got a hefty distinct, distinctive taste. <laughs> I always lick seats before I sit on them. Yeah. <laughs> you must. Yeah. Oh, you must. I was going to go with any of the other senses, but <laughs> what feel? Yeah. It would feel it's the got same. A different feel. It's got a different sound. A different sound. <laughs> Hang on. This sounds like piss, not water. Mm. There's a jewel thief going in there. <laughs> ah, and that's how they got him. Attention to detail. Oh, they have they got them? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> anyway. Now, the gang is suspected of participating in at least two smash-and-grab jewellery robberies in Tokyo's uh, Ginza district. Ginza. Been there. I actually have. <laughs> the first in 2004 netted 3.5 million yen in gems, flems. The second, in June 2007, took jewellery valued at 284 million yen. That sounds a lot more. That's quite a lot more. The first was 3.5. Second. I don't think 3.5 million yen is that much. Okay. All right. But, but if somebody came up to you and was like, hey, uh, just for nothing, I'd like to give you 3.5 million yen, you'd be like, don't insult me. It's what? still a bit of is money. Is that what you're saying, Dave? Are you saying? Are, you, are you saying you'd be insulted <laughs> Look, by have, that amount of money? I have a few follow-up questions if someone offered me you'd yen need to do the that conversion. in Melbourne. Well, look, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm either I'm giving you the money now or... Or I'm walking. I don't need to answer these questions. I'm offering you a big chunk of dollars, mate. All right. How much is it? It's forty-one thousand dollars. Dave, do you, are you taking the money or not? Because I've, I've really got to go. Well, as a highly successful ass prod, I would probably say don't make a fool of yourself. Wow. By offering or by n- not offering? No, by offering. By offering. It's wow. a pittance. I would take $41,000. Oh, my I'd God, take I would it, take yeah. that big Can, time. Does anyone have it? I'll please. Take it, please. Oh, God, please. 
uh, patreon.com. So <laughs> do go on. For- no, 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 no. Dave gets yeah, it. No. I, Dave doesn't need it. No, no, no. He I doesn't think, want it. Yeah. Please pledge uh, 41, no, 3.5 million yen per month. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Um, maybe yeah. just for a couple of months maybe. and then Matt and I can both have $41,000. I mean, that could be our next goal, 3.5 million yen <laughs> per I, month. I think it's better to set goals we can achieve. Just an idea. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, so, so the Pink Panther group are listening. So they've I, do you know, good, no, but do you know what? Do you know what though? Like they quite probably are. Do you reckon there's that many members? They're still active. Are they? Yeah. Wait. Oh, so it's not a '70s thing. It's like a no, modern. Well, this. Thing. Well, the first one that well when they first came to mind was in '93. Oh. And then these two ones in um in Tokyo were in 2007 and 2004. Oh. Like they're recent. They're still out there. So quite probably they're listening. Is there a chance that one of us is in the gang? No. Oh. I'm so confident, no. Because of your but complete you lack of attention to detail. Yeah, but they'd, but they'd be so good that they'd make it... I, they'd, I, if I was in the gang, I'd dress like me. Yeah, because it'd be the yeah. next... Like, the scene... But they don't. You walk out of the room, right? And then Dave does a little thing, and it reveals that he's known all along, and he's been in... You know, those sort of... Slow zoom. Yeah. And you see... We're not in a film. His name... No, we are. Well, aren't we? <laughs> be a shit film. Well, there's a lot of editing to be done. <laughs> Bye. You don't think our lives could edit down to a good 90 minutes? No. Imagine that. That's, Do you reckon? That is sad that we're, Surely. my life oh. isn't interesting enough for a 90-minute movie. I don't, how many, that, I don't think I've done anything interesting boy, how, how many hours have you guys been on the world? Mm, and geez. then maybe me as well. Go on, Dave. And, you know, you, take you, 90 minutes out of that. You're past your 10,000 days. What's, yeah, what's, okay, 10,000. So I've done 10,000 days. So you, you, you don't think I can get 90 minutes out of my 10,000? Well, what have you done that's so movie-worthy? I mean, have you seen movies like, Dave, name a shit movie. Um, It'd be like The Truman Show. Exactly. Not a shit movie, but I just mean Great like, movie. It's a, good, it's just, a very just good an, movie. Just a person living their life. Do you, are you looking for the word documentary? Yes. <laughs> the Truman Show isn't one, Dave. No, but like, it's just someone living their life and following them. Yeah. Documentary. Yeah. Like, maybe like the movie that I've Nick Cave docu- was in called uh, 10,000 Days. Or was that 20,000 days? 20,000 days, yeah. 20,000 days. He's old. Anywho, may I go on? Please. Thank you. Um... The gang is also known for its daring escapes and attempts... Yes! This is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. And attempts to break into their chosen store. They robbed a jewellery store in Saint-Tropez in 2005 wearing T-shirts emblazoned with flowery designs, then made their escape on a speedboat. That's great. That's really (laughs) great. What's the flower? You said that's like clever and daring, but... What, is it, was it genuinely there? All right. That one's just kind of funny. All right, Wes, I bet you can't rub this next door, <laughs> next door wearing that stupid flowery shirt. All right. I'll wager you, and I'm going to get all seven members matching shirts with our name, our nickname emblazoned <laughs> on the back, and my address. Bucks party. <laughs> <laughs> In another robbery, four gang members dressed themselves up as women. In December 2008, I'm assuming they were men. Otherwise, you'd just be dressing yourself. Um <laughs> Before breaking into France's Harry Winston Jewelers in Paris, the gang escaped from the store with items worth over a hundred US million dollars. One hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Now that is a heist. <laughs> Dave, I've got to leave this hundred million dollars worth of stolen goods with you. Are you cool with that? Yeah. It's yours to keep. Now you're talking. You got a. Pr- I'd take forty-one thousand dollars cash. 
spendable money. But you would know that there was something wrong with it, so I wouldn't take it. Yeah. As a suspicious person. I'd, where do you start when you've got to on-sell stolen gems? Yeah. Yeah, well, hmm. Oh, maybe can, I'll stop interrupting. I will tell you. <laughs> There's also growing speculation that the uh, US $65 million heist on the 6th of August 2009... Um, which was of an exclusive London jewellery store, was the work of the same group. A key element in the speculation is that the men who looted Graf Diamonds on New Bond Street made no effort to hide their faces, suggesting that they'd been able to alter their looks with Mission Impossible-style prosthetic makeup. Oh, that is so cool. It's so cool! But, but are they like a group that comes out like ISIS and claims attacks, or do people just go, oh, that must have been the pink... But do they have like a yeah, Twitter account or something? Like <laughs> no. we've struck again or a business card? Well, they don't even call themselves Pink Panthers. Not really. It was a title given to them. I suppose they probably do now. But initially yeah. they weren't like, okay, guys, what should we call ourselves? Oh, okay. How pissed would you be if you're like, oh, let's call ourselves <clears throat> the Seven Diamond Snakes? And then the media calls you something else. And you can't really issue a press release being like, <laughs> actually, we've decided to change our name. Yeah. New direction. Where the fuck did you get uh, Pink you Panthers You totally from? could, though. We, totally uh, could. We, don't, we don't do diamonds anymore. We're more gold bullion. So if you could call us the golden lads. Yeah. The bullion boys. Bullion boys. <laughs> yeah, that's better. I'm letting Jess name me. The golden lads. <laughs> but there are ladies in the groups, too. So and they uh, they play a very important role. Yeah, oh, Dave, you politi- sexist Which pig. I will talk the about. The politically correct golden people. We are now called the golden, golden people. people. I actually quite like. I, I often refer to myself in a group as the something boys yeah. <laughs> all the time. I just think it sounds funny. The Dugoon boys. Dugoon boys. Huh? I call you two my potty boys. In re- like, if people are like, what are you what are you doing? Like, I'm catching Matt, up with my potty boys. I Matt hates that because it sounds like potty. Do you hate that, Matt? Yeah. It sounds a bit like we're potty. Pals. What, what else should I call you then? Your golden boys. My golden boys? I'm happy with that. Golden shower boys. Oh. Yes, now Go- we're getting... Golden shower phlegms. Now we're getting warmer <laughs> from your piss. <laughs> How good does it feel to make a piss joke? Feels good. You Liberating. Did it. You Liberating. did it. Now just do a poo one and you'll feel great. I don't want to. I don't. Okay. All right. Look, baby steps. Yeah, we'll get there. We're proud of you. Thank you. Proud of poo. <laughs> What's really interesting is that not a lot is known about the group, obviously, because they're, they're, they're quite secretive. A documentary was made in 2013 called Smash and Grab. Because they're just like, are you in the group? No. Nah. How about you? No. Nah. How about you? No, but I'm Banksy. <laughs> Wrong doco, mate. Wrong doco. Don't make me laugh, you bastard. No, nah, that's very funny, though. Banksy boys. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm Banksy. <laughs> not now. Not now. Wrong documentary. <laughs> the documentary, Smash and Grab, interviewed reporters, detectives, and Interpol agents, as well as actual members of the group. What? What? But they didn't show their faces properly. They like they would... How did they get in contact? Did they put like an ad in the New York Times? We yeah. want to interview... Yeah, they just put an ad in the New and York how could Times. You, like, oh, okay. Matt could have just shown up and said, yeah, I'm in the group. Uh, yeah. We wear floral shirts. We drive speedboats. What yeah, more do you need to you? know? Well, I'm a Pink Panther boy. I like to shit on benches. What? Yeah. You got any more questions? Do a DNA test. I did yeah. the poo. It was me. Yeah. What else? Look, you I'll do know? one right here. Can you please? I just did one. A, a poo joke. Yeah. Not a poo. <laughs> no, God no. I even the, the word is fucked. It's, it was gross. So funny. It's too it's evocative. It's so funny that you you all the one who said the c word the most on this show, but you can't say poo. Yeah, the c word's a bit of fun. <laughs> Who's fun in business. a way? <laughs> who's, who's even more relatable than the C word? I would 
agree. We all poo. <laughs> but we don't all see. <laughs> Can you tell me about the documentary? Yes. Absolutely. What, you say they interviewed <laughs> Like That just blows my mind. They, like, a secretive group. They interviewed them. and I think there was mostly audio recordings and they sort of animated their their faces. So you don't know what they look like. And they didn't use their real names. Do you reckon they made a request? Can I please have a moustache? Yeah. I can't grow one. I would like to look 30 years younger, please. Please. Um... So what? What sort of? I watched the documentary. Okay, I watched it. I so, and what do you just? They're animated. And you just hear. Yeah, I'm just one of these people. That's no, like, it's just actually my voice, so you can't actually. No, tell it's I'm not like that. Guys. I'm from the Pink Panther group. They're quite often voiced by actors. Um, so they've like interviewed them, taken transcripts, and then they're revoiced by actors. Is that why you thought of Matt Damon? They got him to read it. Yeah, Matt Damon's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm from the Pink Panthers. <laughs> Matt Damon. Um, so, yeah, you don't know what they look like and they don't use their real names. But it's actually really well done. It's Were the like actors worried about being arrested? No. But again, you don't see the actors' faces either. But did you enjoy this, Docker? I actually did. I thought it was done really, really well. It was very interesting. They also had, like, surveillance footage from the actual um, heists as well. Right. And it was just kind of interesting because, like, when you when you try and research... Pink Panther robberies, you don't really get a lot of information because not a lot is known. So it was kind of cool to um, hear inside scoops. And what you know? did they actually say, the people that were interviewed and then acted out or whatever? Well, I'm not going to like say word for word, am I? I'm going to summarise as I've taken notes. I took nine pages of notes. What? Like I sat, with my, I sat on my laptop in bed writing notes in my notebook. It- Handwritten in, notes. Handwritten. I highlighted. I was say in hand. By hand. <laughs> in, in hand. You had an in hand chef. I, took, I had an in hand chef. Yeah. Taking notes for Taking you. Taking notes. We're so. gonna we're putting those notes up on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you can see my notes. Oh, we're putting them on. No, that's our auction on our eBay account. <laughs> Just as handwritten notes. Yeah. Maybe even Sotheby's or whatever that big. It's mm. the big one. The auction house. You know how we t- I talked about um, putting my toe print on the Christmas cards? Yep. We've had quite a few tweets of people saying they want that. Yeah, good really? one, dickhead. Now I, you actually have, have to do it. I have not seen any of those tweets. All right. Well, they made number three plus. I, yeah. And that plus could be wrong. <laughs> three. Three. Up to three. That is a baffling amount of people who want your filthy feet. Toe prints on their Christmas cards. I'm going to put one on everyone. Yeah, now, from now on, the rule is you have to tweet it if you don't want the toe print on <laughs> Which your Patreon toe? Christmas Are you going to go card? big toe? Because that'll take up a lot of room for where we'd like to write notes. My toe is very small. Oh, that's true. Like My biggest tush. toe is... It's like a pinprick. What if anybody wants a print of your tush? Can we cover your tush in ink and well, put that on a postcard? You'll have to contribute a little bit more than $5 a month. Oh, okay. I'm thinking 3.5 million yen a month. That's how much you think your tush is worth. That is interesting. <laughs> no, but... it is tush. is tush print. Tush <laughs> oh. My real tush is worth... 35 million yen Okay, take out the decimal point. That's right. I see. Times I see. 10, you get the real thing. Oh, wow. They so get... it's, it's enough to make it probably worth it. If you're willing to put 3.5 million in for the tush print, uh-huh. you're probably willing to go the whole way for the whole tush. <laughs> <laughs> that is my thinking. Wait, and how does that work? The whole so It gets cut out? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Cut off. Putting your butt bone and... Then how do you, how do you walk and poop? I, I well, you have to make sacrifices. You do that for the pod, well, yeah, for, and for, for the millions of dollars. I, w- I actually, would, I think it's more like four hundred thousand dollars. I would like to go on the record and say I will not be cutting off my tush for this podcast. Oh, I well, love this podcast more than anything else you. I do. But has anyone interested in your tush like they are in my tiny tush? That's a great point. No, uh, don't put that out there. <laughs> that is an excellent point. Also, my tush is male friendly. It's so small, male, M A I L. 
<laughs> well, if you pay thirty-five million, I don't care what gender you are. <laughs> you, why would you? Do you care if they? Why would you care what gender <laughs> they are to the the mailing of your your ass to them? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> but um, you could mail M A I L M I. I will now be spelling out every homonym that I come across. Fabulous. Just in case. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, do you reckon I could talk about this documentary some more? I think everyone wants you to do that. <laughs> I think they'd prefer me to cough nine, at this point. Nine pages of notes. Nine pages of notes. Please go on. Um, what's interesting is that like, unlike other crime groups, they're very organised and they're incredibly <laughs> fast. <laughs> what's funny about that, Dave? Stop your right there. Yeah. He did, um, really didn't let you get in too sorry. deep. No, he didn't at all. I said one dot <laughs> point. Because organised crime is a well-documented thing. <laughs> no. You know, unlike many groups that you may have heard of, the Mafia, the Yakuza, these people are actually organised. Okay. More organised than your bloody kids running into a 7-Eleven with a baseball bat. All right. Or the bling ring. Thank you. Yeah, they were quite organised. Fuck it. All right, no, pardon, pardon me. My point being is that they prepare, they scope out places, they plan the robberies very thoroughly. Um, they're viewed almost with the Robin Hood kind of feeling. Like people interviewed, like normal civilians, kind of said they thought, like, good on them. But, but did he, the, the, the key point of Robin Hood is that he did not keep the money. He gave the majority. Fuck you! To would the just poor. rip everything to shreds, won't but, you? But it, there definitely is a thing, and I feel it a lot as well. Where I'm back, and in in this show, when you're talking about criminals, I'm normally barracking for them to get away. I mean, the I, DB I, Cooper I, and mm. those guys, I'm on board. I said what I just said, but I love these guys. Yeah, they're so cool. No, but I think it's just that they're stealing from like big companies, like the yeah. big. That's like, it. Yeah, if they're stealing from, it's like, what do you got? Uh, just rattle out your little piggy bank there, yeah. little girl. Yeah. Or someone take your life savings. No, they're taking dollars. Yeah, I so... still take it. Oh no, you took a diamond away from someone that was willing to pay five million dollars for a diamond. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Even detectives and some of the Interpol um, agents kind of tip their hat to them in a way. There's kind of a sense that they're so good at what they do that it's impressive. 
It's really like even Interpol is kind of like hey, good on them, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> not not really, but then they tend not to be violent at all. Now, according to one gang member, the group is made up um, of many small teams. And there's no one big boss controlling everything. It's there's like, no boss. No. There's like a wide chain of command. And there's no like head honcho. No. Nah, like a never mafia work. boss. Never work. Well, apparently it bloody does, champ. And he says, to do what we do, you need to be smart and skilled. So how did it all start, I hear you asking. I wrote, so how did it all start? <laughs> God. I, I am Nine a, pages of notes. <laughs> I'm keen to know how did it all started. Well... After the breakup of Yugoslavia, there was a series of political upheavals and conflicts which caused the Yugoslav Wars. That is actually in the hat. Someone has the Yugoslav Wars? Yugoslavia and ah. the countries it split up into. Well, there you go. Um, and around that time, so it was between 1991 and 2001, um, a lot of people became involved in crime because there weren't jobs for them. And a lot started with smuggling goods across borders, started with clothing and then jewellery and then other things sort of followed from there. Um, one of the Panthers, who's referred to as Mike, described his best job, which was in Spain. This is really cool because, like, he sort of gives you the, the um, how, how it works um, from their point of view. So it was a boutique jeweler that had really um, beautiful products. Diamonds galore. <laughs> I wrote diamonds galore. Did Mike say that? Or you said that? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's a Perkins. Um, they scoped it out, but they noticed there was no easy way to access the store. But then... Wow, they didn't have a door. <laughs> Do things differently in Spain. <laughs> I've always said that. I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's no easy access to the store. So then they had an idea. Souvenir shop next door. What? Yeah. Right. So It's got a door. It's got a door. <laughs> you got a door, then you got a gym. <laughs> That ad was incredible. God, I hope that translates. I think it's an American guy. So, yeah, you got a door, then you got a gym. You got a gym, okay? And also a way to get into the building. <laughs> but more importantly, a gym. So, this souvenir it shop. It doesn't work every way, though. You got a gym, you don't definitely have a door. Let me tell you that. You probably have a door, but some gyms, they don't have no door. What gyms don't have a door? <laughs> okay. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> and then he to... runs into the wall because yeah. there's no door. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? This, this gym's got no door. <laughs> I'm going to die in the gym. That's why I look this good. I've lived in a gym for 10 years. <laughs> just as a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, food. Just kind of... in, I, in hindsight, I may be locked in the prison gym. So, in most, if on every group, there is one woman. And Mike says there's only ever one. He doesn't really explain why. Maybe they get too catty. I don't know. They can't be trusted in the gym. Let me tell you that. They love doors. You ever seen a girl in the gym? I don't think so. Well, not in my gym. I'm the only one here. I'm trapped. Please send help. Please. <coughs> the, women, the women in the Panthers have to be exceptional. Mike says they have to be exceptional. They're intelligent. They're beautiful. Elegant, and they need to love money. Sounds like you're describing yourself there, Jess Perkins. Oh my God, Dave Warnicky, thank you so much. <laughs> That's right. I needed that. You're beautiful. Stop it. You're clever, and you're obsessed with money. <laughs> I am. I love it. Patreon.com/slash. <laughs> Support Jess's diamond uh, <laughs> habit. <laughs> what are you doing with them? <laughs> I got a habit for diamonds. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
Now, the woman in this group was referred to as Lena. She was interviewed as well, and she was fascinating. Like, the way she spoke about herself was, like, so arrogant. <laughs> she was like, oh, I was beautiful. And... But if you know, you're the best. No, absolutely. So They have to be exceptional. <laughs> we only, in, in the Panthers, we only accept women of an exceptional quality. <laughs> They gotta be beautiful. <laughs> is this a Brando? You I'm not sure. Brando? I, yeah, quite, I'm not sure. I think it's a good Brando. It's a very good Brando. It's better than most people that claim they're good at it. Oh, you guys. Yeah, that was kind of I found com- my calling. Compliments galore tonight. <laughs> That's fun. Um, so back to the uh, back to the souvenir shop. Nice. Lena befriended the Spanish owner of the souvenir shop, and she didn't purposefully seduce him, <laughs> but she said he was infatuated <laughs> by her looks. But she did seduce him. Oh, she seduced him. But it's like, I didn't go in there to seduce him, but, you know, one thing led to another. Um, he hired her to work at the shop, not really to sell things because their Spanish wasn't good enough, but to oversee the running of the business. So basically just <laughs> to hang around. <laughs> But the other workers couldn't understand what she said. Couldn't understand a word, but she was hey, so hey, pretty. Your your manner, I don't know what you're saying, but it, the tone seems off. You're 10 minutes late. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean something? I don't, don't speak Spanish. Let's see. <laughs> um, so she had to gain his trust in order to be able to scope out the building itself, including the internal wall that joined to the store. Uh, joined the store to the jewelry store next door. So she's just kind of like scoping out the building. Oh, what's this over here? Just uh, checking for studs. What's going on here? Okay. He's <laughs> like, oh, good. Lena's really loving that wall. I just I like walls. Anyway, I'm real pretty. Um, so that's her shtick. <laughs> nice. So she monitored the jewelry store as well and noted when they opened and closed, when they were going to get coffee, the could habits of the people working there. Probably could, they probably had a sign on the door. Probably could have just figured that out herself. Probably Google it. <laughs> Google. Oh, it's apparently closed on Sundays. Yeah. It took me, that information took me a year and I slept with 17 people. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Some of those were tourists. <laughs> yeah. I just asked them if they'd been to that <laughs> store yet. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway. Most of them didn't pay off. Work's work, huh? You know, you got to earn a living. <laughs> this is irrelevant to that, but um, just another thing I believe. Yeah, just just found philosophy here. <laughs> in these teams, a woman is the most important member. A man could stick out in a jewellery store, but a woman can browse and try things on and not stand out at all. I don't know. <laughs> wow, there's been like seven muscular Serbians that have tried on tiaras in the last hour. Weird. That usually happens on Fridays only, and it's Monday. What a memorable day. <laughs> if anybody were to ever ask if anything suspicious had happened yeah, recently. Right. Or check the security cameras on this day. <clears throat> Most importantly, though, the woman's job is to scout the shop and take account of everything. Who's there, how many displays are there, distance between displays and counters, how many cameras, entrances, all that sort of thing, right? So Lena would take a ring into the store and say she'd lost weight and needed it to be resized. And so while they're doing that, she's got enough time to have a look around and assess everything. And she, she's not suspicious because, like, she's waiting for them to do it. So she's got all this time. Smart. That's really good. Very smart. Um, this is really cool. When she returned home, another member of the team would sketch the floor plan based on her descriptions. So now they've got an idea of the floor plan of the store. It's like Ocean's Eleven. It totally is. Yeah, it's it's so like, cool. But it also seems doable. Movie, Between the 11. three of us, we could totally do this. Don't say that on a podcast. Fuck. Now, it's it's recorded. Yeah, we'll never do it, right, guys? We'll never do <laughs> it. Matt is not winking. Hey, hey no, no, I don't no, think you Dave, should say. <laughs> no, no, I said you're not winking. Oh, okay, great. You're not, he's still not winking. But why were you winking when you said that? 
Well, definitely. That made it very confusing. I'm a really bad winker, so I probably can't join yeah, in. You're a very exaggerated winker. I'm a great winker. Go again. Just one of those. Just like oh. a. Oh, that's delicate. Fired one off. Yeah, delicate. <laughs> I'm a delicate winker. That is exception. <laughs> it's a wink of an exceptional quality. Mm-hmm. Is that part of the audition? Yeah, you got to be able to wink. You're such a subtle winker that I think. Is she just Hang flinching? On. Did you do that? Yeah. That I would need two to confirm. Go one. Or double. <laughs> I just did a quick double. Fuck you. Yeah, thank you. Um, anywho, so this um, this heist took four months of planning. Then one night during a festival celebration, um, they decided to pounce. With all the noise and the music from the festival happening in the street, no one could hear them breaking through the wall of the souvenir shop. Ooh. <laughs> they made a hole in the wall and they squeezed through. They ignored the jewels on display because they knew they were all alarmed. Mike said they, they always alarm the cheap stuff as a decoy. The really good stuff is in the safe. What? So all the stuff in little displays that you could grab, he's like, no, no point. That's cheap shit and it's alarmed. That's a great tip. Very good. Which I will not be using and I'm not winking. <laughs> well, I wouldn't Wait, call it a wink w- anyway. Yeah, okay. I'm confused. If you say I'm not winking while winking, does that mean you are winking? I think the wink overrides the words. Okay. They're going to be terrible thieves. They... But a wink means you're saying what I'm saying is not really true. So if you're saying I'm not winking while you're winking, uh-huh. does that overrule your words to mean that you are winking? All right, let me be more straight here. I'm going to rob a jewellery store tonight. He did not wink. He didn't wink. Does that mean he's... He's fibbing. I'm very... This he's Fleming. I'm Fleming. That's, that was Phlegm. You're Fleming. Ian Fleming. <laughs> Ian Fleming. The number one Flemmer. <laughs> anyway, so um, all the good stuff's in the safe. So they go to the safe. They try to open it, but they can't get it open. Jeez, Louise. So they go get a car jack from the van, pick up the safe, put it in the van. What? It feels like the, fa- the safe shouldn't be movable. Well, apparently it is. But they just... With a car jack, too. What's it, what does the jack do? Get it off the wall, off the floor. I guess. It's like a, a lifter. Yeah. You got a leaner. <laughs> now you got a lifter. <laughs> lifter and leaner. <coughs> what are you, a lifter or a leaner? That's very good. Lifter is the second most important person. Yeah, yeah. Leaner's the most important, and the lifter, <laughs> second most important. Um, so they drove, they drove the van like through the festivities and out into the forest where they'd be safe, and they worked on it all night and they couldn't get it open. And they had to wait until morning so they could go and buy additional tools they needed to get it open. Um, And once they had the extra tools, it just took them um, just over an hour to get it open, and they found... Here we go. ...that it was full! Oh, I I honestly thought empty. No. Three bags of stones, two bags of bracelets, and one bag of watches. Three bags of stones, though. Hello. When the robbery was reported in the news, it was said the hall was $3 million worth of stuff. This is so funny. Mike said there was also a dildo in the safe. And he said, I bet you they didn't declare that to the police. (laughs) (coughs) What? Was it diamond studded? But I would also really like if if somebody who was working at that jewellery store was watching this documentary now. And he says that, they're like, oh, shit, he's legit. (laughs) (laughs) I did not declare that. (laughs) Oh, no. So, what happens from there? (laughs) Do you mean what do they do with the dildo? No, what do they do with the jewels? The dildo, I believe, they probably didn't do anything with. So, the gang take the stones to their contact in Belgrade. He has to sell abroad, as it's too risky for the Panthers to... um, What, Lena? 
He has to sell abroad. Oh, my dear. <laughs> Took Dave a little too long. That's okay. Comedy's not first nature for all of us. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> that really, really I think hurts. she was referring to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's too risky for the Panthers to do it, right? So they go through their contact, and a courier takes the stones to a mediator to sell, and that takes a couple of days. Panthers take 20 to 30%, depending on the value of the diamond, and the courier takes a 5% cut. So it's like a really quick turnaround. It's like you've done the, the, the theft. You've done a theft. You've thieved. And then within a few days, you've got cash in hand. Um, okay, so in the 90s, the US asked the UN to prevent diamond smuggling because the war in Sierra Leone was being financed by diamond trade. So America then requested that every diamond traded in Sierra Leone had to have a certificate of its origin. So the Pink Panthers would take their diamonds to a man referred to as Mr. Green, who would process the diamonds and forge diamond certificates. Saying they were from Sierra Leone. <clears throat> yeah, or just like they'd, wherever like they'd have an origin and they'd be authentic. But what they would do is, like, the diamonds are cut and reshaped and therefore they get smaller. So if it was a 30 carat before, it'll be a 15 carat now. And it's almost, it, like, it's not possible to prove that they're not clean, according to Mr. Green. It's like, you can't prove that they're not clean. It's like they're almost new diamonds. Oh, wow. And ironically, his biggest client is America. <laughs> and he's like, I've never That's been a to... a big client. Big client. America. A whole country. A whole country. He said, I've never been to America, but I know that my diamonds are on the hands of their brides. Ooh, take that, America, you dickheads. No, we've got a lot of American listeners. No, we love you. you. Thank we you. We love you. Uh, but if you have a diamond on you, there's a good chance uh, it's a panther diamond. Is that bad, though? Who gives a shit? That's, that's, even, that's more fun. Probably. I reckon your marriage is definitely going to succeed if you're on a panther diamond. Okay, you're really on the side of the panthers, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, big time. I like it. That's good. They haven't killed anyone yet. Yet. <gasps> no, I don't think... Well, I think they they might. So um, all I, I, what I want to kind of um, uh, finish with is uh, a list of their arrests. Just so, a few of them. So some have been busted. Some have been busted. But remembering that... I mean, some sources think there's 60 of them and others think there's hundreds. A few arrests, there's still plenty of them out there. You know? but, but the people that are arrested obviously aren't ratting. No. And, but that's the thing. Because they're all part of small groups and there's no big boss, you, like if you rat, you may rat out, like let's say you, the three of us are a team. I know you two, but that doesn't mean I know other people in the same organisation. Like I know this team. Right. That's so good, I can rat out you and you, sure, and then we're all fucked. But that doesn't bring down the whole organisation. But then you don't you rat out your guy who's the link to the next guy? Maybe. And then they, they follow that chain or they try to? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a criminal myself. Maybe the- you've, got a, you've got some tendencies. Me? Criminal yeah. tendencies? Yeah, you're very smooth. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that time you, you, know, you stole a hundred things? That time I stole a hundred things, yeah. Hearts, <laughs> fellas. Hundred hearts at once. Ooh. What am I doing it now? Was a, <laughs> she was at a cow farm. Oh no. So it was. It's not as impressive as it first sounded. No, oh. they, have, they have multiple stomachs. <laughs> 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 oh, no. It's quite late on a Friday night. <laughs> You know, cows with their four hearts. They got four hearts. Yeah, the grass starts in one chamber and moves to the next. <laughs> what did you think they needed four hearts for? Then again, what do they need four stomachs for? Am I right? I don't think the stomachs thing's real either. 
Yeah, it is. No, I don't think so. I think it's just like sections of the same thing or something. Oh. This could be like when you told our listeners if they ever lost an arm to put it in milk. <laughs> oh, and Look, that, don't listen to us for science. It turns, out to, it turns out that I was thinking of a tooth and even that was wrong. Look, don't listen to us for anything. <laughs> no, don't listen. Listen to us for things. No, don't. Don't do it. That's enough. No, I like it when they listen. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, yeah, listen, just don't take the advice yeah. at face or any other value. I'm sorry for coughing on you. Um, okay, so some of their arrests. The thieves have been identified and linked through DNA matching, according to Interpol. Um, in 2005, three Serbs, two men and one woman, were arrested in Belgrade. In October 2007, they were sentenced to jail terms by a court in Serbia for the theft of the... Comtis de Vendome necklace, which is worth approximately 15 million pound or 30 million US dollars from a Tokyo jeweler. Um, and that was Japan's biggest ever jewelry robbery in March 2004. So they got busted for, for a big one. For busted. A fancy necklace. That's a big, that's a big, <clears throat> big bust. I kind of like imagining that one, sort of like the necklace from the Titanic. <sighs> you know, like it's a real fancy necklace. The heart of the ocean. Yeah. It's probably even fancier. Um, wow. Even fancier. Probably. And then Rose just bloody drops it in the water. What are you doing, Rose? Give it to your kids. Help them out, you fucking idiot. No, she drops it in the ocean. Fucking... Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> For anyone who hasn't seen Titanic. Also, um... What bit... What, sorry, what bit does that spoil? <laughs> Hang on, someone called Rose is going to drop something in the sea. I hope that chip's all right. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Um, in, uh, in 2009, French police in Monte Carlo detained another three members of the gang when they were seen loitering near jewellery shops in Monaco. So, <laughs> smart. A shout out to our one listener in Monaco. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah, we've got, we got a, a regular Monaco. communicator from Monaco. Hello. Um, one of the three arrested, his name was Dragon. It's a fucking great name. Is that a code name? No, his name's D-R-A-G-A-N. It's a name. Love it. It's a great name. Firstborn son. Um, I can't say his last name, so I'm just going to call him Dragon. Um, he was of special interest to the police investigation. Um, he's from Serbia and is on the on Interpol's most wanted list, possibly being a senior member of the Pink Panthers. Um, he's also been on the run since 2005 after breaking out of jail via a ladder whilst other people fired machine guns at the prison. <laughs> so he just scoots out down a ladder. Because there was no door. No door. Guys, I can't find this door. I can't find this door. Hey, how about this ladder? Machine guns. You got a ladder, you got a gym. Well, you know. <laughs> it's it's I mean, all the same No, nah, let's be honest. You got a ladder. You got a ladder. But that's quite important. <laughs> most, or sort of the most recently, in 2013, a member of the gang escaped from a prison in Switzerland, and he hasn't yet been caught. <gasps> He's still on the run. He's still that's out awesome. there. What's really interesting is like one of their one of their biggest um, heists was in a mall in uh, in Dubai in two thousand and seven, and it was like it was like a scene from The Italian Job. I think I would liken it to original remake. Mark Wahlberg in the okay. remake. Remake. Um, who's in the original? No idea. <laughs> Steve McQueen or someone like that. Someone super cool. Patrick Swayze, or, you know Robert Redford. Like. Well, yeah. Anyway, Gary McDonald. They're Gary all there. McDonald was in it, that's for sure. Anyway, um, they backed, so they had two cars, two Audis. Two minis. No, Audis, unfortunately. 
Ja. Ini so mini so Erdis. Belly button joke. Belly button joke. So one of the one of the cars backs in to the door of gangster the, style. The, yeah, you got you got to be ready. Backs into the door of the mall, uh, and the other one follows. And then they get out of the car. They smash into the jewelry store. They smash like the front window. Grab all their stuff. Get back in the car. Out the door. Onto the highway. And the the police later were like, that took the whole thing took less than ten minutes, like including get away, out on the highway, get far away, ditch the cars, burn the cars, get in the getaway car and take off. Less than ten minutes. That's super cool. It's very fast and efficient and crazy. That is really good. Mm-hmm. It's, you'd want to be making some sort of a profit when you have to burn a couple of luxury cars. Yeah, I think there may have been rentals. Well, probably stolen. But, I mean, you've basically stolen them and burnt them. I guess they're easy to liquidate, liquefy. What do you say to, like, turn something into money? Cashify? We've never made anything. We've never made anything (laughs) into money. Never made anything into money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess a car is a lot. A stolen. Anyway. Fucking shut up. There's Michael Caine. Michael Caine. The original Italian job. You looked that up. My name. No, that's no good. <laughs> no, that was pretty good. Go again. Go again. My name is Michael Kane. That's not bad. That's quite good. It's I am pretty subtle. Michael Kane. Oh, no, no, oh, that's pretty good too. Michael Kane. <laughs> You're only meant to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> yeah. Master Wayne. Master Wayne. I'm in the Italian job, and I'm here to tell you. I was also in Zulu, Zulu, and I am in a Batman movie. <laughs> There's a madness song. Oh, that's not good. There's a madness song about me called My Name is Michael Kane. And it goes a little something <laughs> like this My Name is Michael Kane. That's the chorus. Catchy chat. Do yourself a favour. Wow. We Bit, went real bits deep of vague there. English, some clearly Australian with a weird sound. Molly Meldrum's catchphrase. I do, I do the do the lot. <laughs> do yourself a favour. Do yourself a favour. My dream is that do yourself a favour will become my catchphrase. I say it more than he ever has already. Do go on a favour. Do go on a favour. I'm going to try to... What about this one? Do yourself a Molly Meldrum. Do yourself a Molly. Maybe just a Molly. 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 Our international listeners don't know who Molly uh, Meldrum Mo- is. Really? They don't know who Molly Meldrum is. I don't think the so. man who uh, produced... The Real Thing by Russell Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I really don't. Oh, really? The it's guy. Like, come and see the real thing. Yeah. Come and see the real thing. That was, it. That was on Molly. Was that produced there's by Russell Morris? There's, 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 there's a really mean thing. Come and see the real thing. Come and see the real thing. Come and see. I am the real, real thing. Yeah, it's all Molly. All Molly. I mean, a majority of that's Russell Morris, I guess. But yeah, Russell Morris. That's a funny name. Anyway, that sort of it's kind of it's kind of a topic that leads to a lot of dead ends because because that's what they want you to do. Exactly. Yes, they're still out there. There's not a lot of information about them. This, but I kind of want them to just keep going. Would you join them if you could? No. Oh, Are just you not because exceptional enough. I'm not exceptional. Um, is, is that still a thing? We can only have one woman. She has to be exceptional. 
We'll accept any fuckhead man. Yeah. Not but they the woman, though. they won't. Though. They're not just your basic crooks. They are like very good at what they do. Like they, they're really good at um, like breaking into safes and like they're they're very skilled. So they're not idiots. They're smart people. And you've got to, like that's the thing. They take so long to scope out places. I'd get bored. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Oh, let's just do it tonight. Yeah, I've got on. the night off. Let's do it. Come on, I'm bored. I'm bored. I got the, internet, the, I got the shit ready to go. Come on. Let's, let's shit. put it on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've got three months till the shit on the bench manoeuvre. Oh, I've got to hold on to this shit for <laughs> yeah. three months. Just keep holding, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cover the whole fucking bench. <laughs> yes, and uh, the, the plan will come off. Just wait. <laughs> Nobody's going to sit on a bench. Covered in shit. Yeah, I'm the, that's I reckon the perfect plan. What would happen is I'd Michael be, Caine. I'd be, I'd, I'd be recruited, and they'd be like, "All right, mate, we'll give you the easiest job. You just have to make sure no one sits on the bench." And in my head, I'll be like, "I got this," and I'll get arrested, shitty on the bench. <laughs> I just rat them all out, and I'll bring down the whole Pink Panther group. Imagine <laughs> you just squatting on top of a yeah. bench, <laughs> like, like at twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, there's kids playing. Yeah, kids. <laughs> The lunchtime, right? I've done it on a Sunday. With your tiny butt, I do picture like sheep style Little pellet pellets. pellets. Yeah. Just one at a time. <laughs> just rolling off the bench. And I just have, and I, they're like, Duh. I have to physically place them one by one. I super glue my own shit onto a bench. And then I get around, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? Don't you know who I am? I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> That'd be my alias. My alias. There's Mr. Green. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a Lena, Lena, Mike, Mike, Michael Caine. <laughs> They're all there. That's so good. Isn't his name not even Michael Caine? Yeah, that's right. It's not. Oh no, I think he might have changed it recently by Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, he might have actually. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's my report. I'm really sorry for coughing once. I'm very sick. <laughs> oh, his name is Maurice Joseph Micklewhite. Micklewhite. Maurice. I'm Maurice Micklewhite. <laughs> Pardon? I mean Michael Caine. Oh. But wow. he's changing it because apparently, well, I think this is what I read. He was saying that at airports and stuff, people go, uh, no, you're not. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's up? What, there's something's on and then it just hold him up for ages. What do you mean? They, they say you're not Michael Caine. No, they'd go, you're not Maurice. You're Michael Caine. Whatever. You're Michael Caine. What's the... You What's can't happening? come in. I know you're a celeb, but you can't have a fake passport. And he'd be like, no, that's my actual name. Yeah. Michael Michael Caine's yeah, a stage does, name. I bet he does have a fake passport because he's part of the Pink Panther group. And I'm convinced. Yep. I've seen the evidence. Yep. Oh, he's from the Italian job. My, Jess Perkins is a stage name. <gasps> What's, What's your real, real name? Well, I'm not going to tell you, am I? Is it Michael Caine? Yes. yes. Is it Jessica Ann Perkins? Yes. That's too lengthy. So I just go for Jess Perkins. It's what punchier. A sta- what a stage name. Yeah, Jess it's Bob pretty, Perkins. pretty good stage name. It, it's, it's one of the best. I have changed my Twitter name to Bob. It's great. That's right. It's getting Jess real Bob traction. Perkins. Yeah, I appreciate it. I like it when the listeners You've raced call me ahead Bob. of me on Twitter. I reckon, I reckon some of, like people will follow Do Go On and then follow some of us individually. Yeah. I reckon they all follow you and I reckon maybe one in three. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because of my fire content. I think it's fire content. Honestly, yeah. I was at 9.96 the other day and I messaged my good friend Sam Taunton and I said, Sam, because I, I was very sick, and I said, Sam, I'm, I'm probably going to die tonight. I need to get to 1,000 followers. Help me out. And he tweeted, 
Guys, just got a message from Jess Perkins saying she's going to quit comedy if she doesn't get to a thousand. And you lost a few. I did lose a few, um, but I gained a few more. <laughs> so now I'm over a thousand. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Jeez, using Thank the you. power of taunting on Twitter. You got to. You gotta, male you gotta. model slash comedian. He's not male, a male model. Male model. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. I say that because it's find a very funny people saying male model. It's like, yeah, we know he's a, the male part's implied. Just say model. Yeah. He's a male model. He's a model. He's a model. So that's he, enough. He is enough. Yeah. I've done a bit of modelling. Male or something else. <laughs> hand. Oh. Hand, oh, hand modelling. Male hand modelling. No clay modelling. I oh. make the clay models. Into men or <laughs> inanimate objects? <laughs> what am I doing? Vases? Hmm? Hmm? Models of vases? Answer me that. Not the real ones. It's, it's, a, it's a scale model. <laughs> but you'd, yeah, you wouldn't put flowers in it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just a model. <laughs> a male model. <laughs> oh, we've had a great time tonight. What, what a fade out. We've had a great time just tonight. Just let it fizzle. And we'd like to thank... The man of the magic that suggested this topic. Oh, yes. Nicholas. Nicholas. Devadenko. Who's that? that the <laughs> Russian player, tennis player, Nikolai Devadenko. Okay, great. No, Nico Figs. Nico Figs. Nico Figs. Nico Figs on Twitter. That is a great topic. That is a great topic. And I've, I've, I think I've seen it in a headline before. Pink Panther strikes again. And I'm always like, oh, what's that? But I never, never knew anything. Yeah, it's really interesting. But it's, it was a tough one because there wasn't a lot of information about it. But um, that kind of makes it more exciting. They've got to really work on their PR. They do. Get they a website. Do. Yeah, yeah, get a Facebook page, a Twitter. Instagram's been huge for us. So Insta maybe. Yeah, Africa. Jess is starting to do Instagram <laughs> stories. I am. She's in the middle of doing one right now. Which will be days ago by the time he hears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. You don't need to know what do, we're doing. You just got to see what do we're Instagram, doing. Do Instagram, like, I can ask this later, but do Instagram stories, I can, but I'll proceed to ask <laughs> you now. Do Instagram stories have a use-by date? They, yeah, they're like Snapchat's stories where they... So last a day. Yeah, I think they last about a day. Maybe even less. Great. Because this episode was brought to you by our magnificent Patreon supporters, we're going to read out a name each to say thank you to the people that have... Uh, that I feel like I was thinking about this. Do we do enough with it? I think you need to, like, maybe maybe guess, like, make a, an assumption about them as a person or okay. something. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. We'll do one. Great. Um, th- this first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reckon this guy smells bloody lovely. Okay. Or girl. I reckon this person would be good to sniff. <laughs> okay. Hmm? That's my observation. All right. And I, re- I regret everything. Thank you so much to Chris Lavender. Oh, okay. Oh, I, see. I see what you did there. You smell great, Chris. You smell... Very good. So great. Nothing to do with your name. I genuinely know you personally. And that's you smell a, good. that's no, a nice thing to say, too, actually. Somebody nice, smells nice. Yeah, that, yeah. That, is, that is definitely a nice, non-creepy thing to say to a stranger. I like when people say you smell nice. I remember one time my ex-boyfriend said, you smell good. And I said, oh, thank you. And then I remembered he had no sense of smell. Oh, I was like, no. It's a weird, makes for a weird thing yeah. to say. Is that why you dumped him? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he had it coming to him. Yeah. Okay, this, this person, I reckon, would be the go-to person to look after your dog if you're going away for a weekend. Really? Just like trustworthy. trustworthy. Is it Chris Lavender? 
It's not Chris Lavender. Although Chris Lavender would be great. But who would also be great, just because they're trustworthy and, like, you just know they're not going to rifle through all your shit in your house. Yeah, that's a big one. But that your dog likes and trusts them as well. Your dog's going to have a good time. Yeah. You know? Um, And that person is Joe McNally. Oh, Oh, yeah. Not name-related. I just thought... Trusty Joe. Trusty Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, (coughs) doing name-related is laminated. Nailed it. Uh, Anyway, I think this guy is a real tool. (laughs) 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 His surname sounds like a tool. Okay. But it's not. Hey, look, now, this guy, honestly... I know, like, because I'm a little bit more thorough than you guys. I look this guy up, and he is actually... Um, one of the coolest guys in his hometown or city. Uh-huh. And um, he's actually a real hit with a lot of the local hockey players. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. For some reason, they just swarm to him. Wow. Yeah. They love what he's about. Sure. Because he's got great attitude. Okay. <laughs> Are you talking about Chris Lavender? No. Joe oh, McNally? Uh, no, I mean, although they, they do share some of these qualities. <laughs> Um, I am, of course, talking about the big tool, Steve Hanmer. <laughs> Steve. Don't you, Steve. Sorry for calling you a tool. No, in a good way. In a good way. Like a tool like of... Like a useful tool. T- yeah, like a, you know, like a, a tool of, of positive Knowledge. change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what he is. Like a Swiss army knife. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in a tight situation. Yeah, he's, uh, he's flexible, he's, um... It's got many uses. When your arm's crushed under a boulder and you need to chop it off quickly. If you're not sure how, you know, your triple deke's going, he's the guy to go to. <laughs> so to Chris, Joe and Steve, we say thank you very much for supporting us through Patreon. If thank you'd like you. to do that, we've got our uh, bonus episode coming out in early December. Um, and you can get that if you uh, pledge to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash pod. All the details of all the stuff, extra stuff you get there. And if you do it before mid-December, we'll send you the Christmas card with my toe print on it. Please opt out if you don't. I mean, I honestly, know, yeah. opt out. It is an opt-out thing. For now, if you have already pledged, you are, you're opted in automatically. You probably should have contracted that. but You don't in. have to find some sort of ink pad. That's going to be fun. We're going to have to write on there first, and then yeah. he's going to just have to do his little... Well, no, I, I want to maybe... Turn his toe prints into like little reindeers or something. Oh my god, adorable! Yes, that sounds so phlegm. Oh, I mean, no, great, no. so great. <laughs> um, and also something that I think don't think we've mentioned in a little while. It's great when um you guys, if you have any time, can give us a sweet little review on iTunes or whatever mm. you're. Yeah, that does really ha- whatever country you're in, it just sort of helps us get up in the rankings, so other people can maybe notice us, give us a go. Which is really, really, and also, if you write a nice thing or a, an, even a, a joke about hell. from the show, we love it. It really does. We don't like the day. Um, when Dave Dave will take a little screenshot of it and send it around to us, and I, I can tell how much it does for Jess because she lives a pretty sad life. She I, needs this. I don't enjoy the criticism ones. I mean, you think you think you're helping or you think you're joking, but. Like we're people. I, I love them. I love the. I love I, them all. They crush me. I love when people have any sort of thought about it at all. Yes, yeah, nice to, to be for people of. to have an opinion about this is amazing to me. I think, unless it's positive, keep it to yourself. <laughs> so that'd be great if you could do that. Uh, you can also get in contact and suggest topics at any time via Twitter, 
at do go on pod instagram's also the same at do go on pod we put up a lot of photos and now these little stories facebook you can find us do go on pod and email if you're not any of those things do go on pod at gmail.com a lot of stuff there for you guys so much um but yes we'll be back with a new episode next week with i believe myself reporting so i better go out there and choose a topic from the hat so get them in until then i will say thank you and goodbye Bye. Waiters. And it's important that you guys all know that Jess has a very good life. She does not have a sad life at all. I want to be the last voice heard, so okay, well, wrap it up. Her lung capacity is Bye. not so good this week. Okay. Um, so, yeah, anyway, like I was saying, Jess has got a great life. I know her plans on Monday. You can She's hear that She's got wheeze, a whole right? lot of um, wheezing to do. That's so much wheezing to do. A bit of poozing. <laughs> Probably got a poozing. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. 